Happy Thursday and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Airport Minute where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we talk about one minute of the greatest disaster movie ever made, the 1970 Universal Pictures film Airport. I am one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I am host number two, Mark Cerulli. And once again, in our little cockpit high in the sky, we have as co-pilot, Mr. Chuck Goldstone of TerribleAdvice.com. Welcome, Chuck. With guest number two hundred and forty-seven, uh, and and I'm and I'm pleased to be that. It's good to be <laughs> back. It is really. It's it's. It, You're number the, one in our hearts, Chuck. Yes. The moments that I have spent with you on this on this flight of fancy has been uh, as has been a, a life changer for me. <laughs> uh, you know, well, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, Chuck. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Since we did our last thing a, a while ago, how long ago was that, by the way? Oh gosh, it, it, two years, two or three years, right? Yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a, a bit. It was back in the summer, I think we were we were doing stuff. Yeah. So yeah, uh, well, I, we haven't flown since. No. I mean, I'm doing. You know what I'm doing a lot of is the uh, out here in the east we have the Acela. Ah, yeah. You know, it's not it's not quite like uh, you know European or Asian fast train, right? But it's it's really pretty good. So it gets me from Boston to New York, and instead of um, you know walking, which takes a very long time, but it's 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 only about you know three and a half hours, which is uh, you know in Europe it would be like night you know it would be like forty five yeah. minutes. But I but, I took the Eurostar recently, and I, I said the same thing. I'm like, man, I wish Amtrak could go this fast. Yeah, but but anyway, it's still it's so so much better than than. Than flying, I I cannot tell you. I'm not even a tall guy, and and I have trouble squeezing into a seat now. So you can, I would think everyone would be a Dio Guerrero, if, uh, you know, by this time of flying because it's it's so miserable. Everyone wants to carry something terrible. It's I'm I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of flying. Now. Are you? Do you fly much? I I fly I fly in it. Well, Mark Mark flies a lot more than I do. Uh, and by the way, by the when I say one carrying something terrible, what I'm talking about is like a lot of, of a lot of scotch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, well, you can only carry three ounces nowadays, so that's a uh, one of the well, problems you, of living in the future. Well, what I do is is uh, I would I have children smuggle alcohol <laughs> on for them. <laughs> uh, they're they're never checked and. Right. Um, Share, I share it with them because it it quiets them. Yes. Oh, Daddy's Scotty medicine. is not kick. You give you give little Scotty enough scotch, and he's not going to kick your seat. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just uh, a little. That's just a little airline secret that you know we'll keep among us. Yeah. Is there? There seems to be a sense nowadays that people don't have any sense that they are living in a world with other people. I mean, it just, there's no internal filter. That's, that seems to be the volume on planes seems to have increased. Every time people are having discussions and arguments and things like that, there are other people around and it's not, I was, I was just on a plane back from Canada and uh, it was a night, a very late night flight. I mean, we left at 11 o'clock at night and you know, they, they turned the lights down so that you can sleep and everybody had their lights off and they had pulled down the, the shades so that there wasn't any lights from the ground. And mm -hmm. I was sitting in the, the aisle seat, you know, the, the C seat. And across from me in the D seat, the woman next to me decided not to sleep. 
and she turned her, her Kindle on at the top brightness level. I mean, it was like an arc light shining into the ceiling. And I got to stay awake for the entire three-and-a-half-hour trip uh, with this. Uh, as, as she was reading it, she would turn and turn and turn the, 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 uh, the Kindle to get a better angle on things, and it would just... How close were you to telling her, hey, you know, that's really, really obnoxious i was i was go, ready to go marcus rathbone but i'm a i'm a nice guy so i didn't but it's just it's well there are a handful of things on flights one is the person who gets up who is sitting in the seat behind you and they get up and they pull the seat so your seat goes back about nine inches yes. and you feel like you're going to be when they let go, you're going to be catapulted to the front of the plane. Yes. Do you know that? Do you know that particular? Yeah, yeah it, it, that's happened. It's, uh. it's that. And the other thing is that when you're sitting in the summer and it's, it's please do not wear sandals and cross your legs and put your foot near my Doritos. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. And you know, I mean, some of it's their fault and some of it's the fault of the airlines for giving us 19 inch seat pitches. That's the other part. Yeah. That's an outrageous, outrageous. But uh, so that's why I, I prefer to be on. Uh, you, mi- you, you, missed, you, you missed the good old days when there were just little old lady stowaways and guys with briefcases full of dynamite. I mean, those. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> lots of leg room. I. I uh, I, I I yearn for the days of not of being agoraphobic, you know, <laughs> so I don't have to leave my house ever. Um, but no, airline passenger seats are not designed for what's the technical word I'm looking for? Passengers. Yeah, yeah, they so, are comfort. Yeah, th- those days are those days are gone. You want it fast and you want it cheap, and it, you can't get comfort is no longer part of that equation. Uh but. Uh, let's look at a uh, minute 79 here where we're, we are returning to the days of yesteryear where, uh, a man could get a good, a good meatloaf dinner and leave a nickel, uh, tip to, to your yeah. waitress. But I think we all, when we sort of, we open up on this switchboard scene. I, mm-hmm. I love, I love the switchboard. It, it was kind of a Lily Tomlin character. Yeah. Who was answering the phone. Was she not? Yeah, and she's wearing at the time what would be a very futuristic Plantronics uh, headset. Uh, if you look at it, at the time, if you only saw those kind of headsets on people like at Mission Control, it was a very uh, extremely advanced, uh, high fidelity um, uh, microphone. And uh, it, it's interesting that she's using that with a what looks like a 1920s plug board that they probably had at the uh, you know the Pennsylvania six five thousand hotel. Uh, it's it's one of the most yep. ancient technologies. When did those with... go away? Those kind of switchboards, because weren't they around even in the eighties? Yeah, I mean, yeah. most most yeah. people switched to Centrex phones, and then you know nowadays, uh, well, not nowadays, but you know into the into the late eighties, we started getting to the Meridian systems that were all computerized. But those those big quarter inch phone jacks that that had been around for close to seventy five, eighty years, and, and you could hear you could hear someone in the background saying. Para continuum español. Yeah, numero do. So it's uh, it, you know, these these are the these are the days gone by. I mean, those gigantic, they they look, almost look like a um, you know, an old Hammond B three organ. The giant, uh, they're like furniture. I mean, giant wood boxes with uh with quarter inch phone jacks on them. I'm, we don't. Uh, our phone system is not a bell system. It's a whirl, sir. Yes, right. <laughs> it has little bubbles that go up the side, <laughs> and. 
twas a whirl it sir i i, I do i i do love the uh they have the list of all the extensions for every every place to call on that. i was not sure if that was that or it's like hamburger a hundred dollar twenty five cheeseburger drive through drive through please yeah it, uh, and i do notice the way you can tell that this was lifted directly from the uh, minneapolis st paul airport uh it's a little difficult if you're not using the uh the, the Blu-ray, but right about uh, maybe 10 down, one of the people to call is Super America, which is kind of the, the 7-Eleven of Minnesota. It was a, it still is a very popular, uh, but they, it's a, it's a very popular uh, gas station that, that's on the site of the uh, MSP airport. Uh, so that's kind of a, a little regional giveaway that this is not, we're not in Chicago, but it wants to be Chicago. So, uh, it deserves to be Chicago. Yes, yes, Super America SA. So, oh, uh, so anyway, she's she's telling uh, she's telling dear Bert that his wife is waiting for for him in her in his office. Apparently, mm. everyone at the airport knows that they have a really dysfunctional relationship. Yes, I mean, you get the sense that the switchboard operator knows that you know your disgusting wife. Yes, yeah, yeah, waiting. For oh, and she wants a she wants a divorce. You better get up there. Um, I I noticed this is a this is a very brief flash, but if you look around second nine, I think Burt Lancaster is walking past Roy Finns from the uh, uh, from the Invaders. The, there's another pilot that's that's just going up to pay, and I oh, swear wow. that looks like Roy Finns. That's a good looking guy. Yeah. Also in a fairly natty uniform. Yes, and perfect yes. and perfect hair, like everyone else here. Yeah. You can't you can't go to Lincoln unless you have perfect hair. But you, yeah. you realize I would not be allowed in Lincoln, obviously. Before he hangs up, he did something that he did once before in the movie. What possible information can he get after somebody says something that he's not quite sure of? What further clarification can you get by looking into the receiver? Yes, <laughs> he 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 counts the holes basically. Yes, you basically. Let me see that. He, he looks at it as if it's going to provide some level of understanding that he was heretofore unable to get from the conversation alone. Yeah, he, yeah, he looks like he's going to say, how did you like that phone? Did, did you get that phone? I don't understand what this is. What, I'll what, hang what, what you happened? up right now. Yeah. <laughs> so then we have the, then, then we have, uh, we, we cut from that to the, um, cubicle maze scene where Tanya has to go through door after door behind the counter. I don't understand how efficient that is. Did you understand the design? No, and how you know? I mean, well, she the, was coming from the back offices. The last, yes, the last time we saw her, the, the last time we saw her, she was talking to the guy about the about the bus, and that was just seconds ago. And all of a sudden, she's behind the ticket counter which is on a different floor i mean remember she's she's upstairs and all of a sudden boom she's there it's a shoots and ladder thing there's yeah. a little the little slide thing that she uh, goes down or maybe maybe a, maybe a bat pole in between, in between all of the representatives is like a wall it's like i i that way we don't have to wear pants yes what the, <laughs> like new, like news I, anchors on television that's what yes yeah. that's right um but anyway she makes i guess she makes her way out uh, where we run into the security guard who has found a rather uh, bewildered uh, Maureen Stapleton. That yeah. was that's pretty sad. And she's acting. This is like 
this is where I mean this this whole crumbled Inez. This is acting at its peak. I mean, this is just fantastic. Uh, you, you can feel her anguish and just total confusion and separation from the world. She really sells it so well here. Well, um, it was it was very easy. Uh, I mean, her her distant glazed look mm-hmm. was as a result of I think right before they shot that they gave her twelve Ativan. Yeah, she's she's just. <laughs> Hey, well, yeah. plus, you know, they're they're probably shooting this about two o'clock in the morning, and if she just had a full day of uh, sightseeing in scenic Minneapolis, mm-hmm. uh, she's probably well. That would take about fifteen minutes, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, and then well, you have to do it about sixty times while you're waiting to, for the day to go through. But uh, she, uh, she just looks. St- one but, might say, one might say that any tour of Minneapolis would however, give you. No. Yeah. I yeah. Say. However, she does have again perfectly coiffed hair, considering what she's been through. I, I, I'm really yep. impressed by the uh, the hairstyling. Um, and uh, Ned, the uh, our erstwhile uh, security guard, he does a great job. Very professional looking, very mm-hmm. uh, very calm. He's a large man. Yeah, and for some reason he believes that uh, because that it, he believes that an airline would actually loan money to somebody. Yes. Yeah. Would you I, give her five dollars, please? She has. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> let's figure out. Let's figure out. She leaves her house because she thinks there's something, and her she knows her husband is up to no good. Right. So she leaves the house to go to the airport. Now she has to go through the same snow as everybody else has. Mm-hmm. So somehow she was able to make it. So you know that's that's sort of one kind of issue. But but beyond that, uh, she goes to the airport without any money. But rather than say, you know, my husband's on the plane. I think he's carrying something dangerous. Rather than that, she just says nothing. She's she. Uh, what kind of? I don't get this. Explain this to me. Yeah, I mean, and for what we know from the uh, the transglobal bus, it only costs two dollars to get there. So is this like a is this like a like a Las Vegas casino where it's impossible to find the exit? It costs you five dollars to get back to town, but it costs you two dollars right. to get there. Two dollars to get there, and it costs you like two hundred dollars to get home. Yeah, it's uh, well, look, a couple of bucks for a Twinkie and a and a hot cup of coffee on the way home. Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna need something to to uh, need decaffe- you know recaffeinate. Now I don't get the line. She let me go through her purse. <laughs> you know, you couldn't tell him anything, but. It's like no. Well, she let me go through her purse. Yeah, yeah. Just well, after after I tased her, she let me go through her purse. That's what he was trying to say. Yeah, and uh, you know, he says everything's going to be fine. Well, I don't, I don't know if I'd give her that kind of a. Stop don't resisting. Worry. Why? Why is he not taking? Why would he take her there? You know, like she's obviously in some kind of a mental peril right now. Why wouldn't she? Why wouldn't he take her to the infirmary? Or there must be. An on-site, you know, medical medical thing. It's like you're finding right. She's she's in a total. She's in a total glazed-over daze. So yeah. the answer to that is, let us give her five dollars so she can go home. Yeah, get get she her get go her home out of my her wrists. Yeah, <laughs> this seems this the best thing to do is get rid. Of, you know, she needs greyhound therapy. Yeah, he's uh, it'll be fine. Everything will be. You know, five bucks will cure this problem. Um, if. Yeah, but uh, it's interesting that you know she's looking through the stuff. She finds the uh, she finds the little travel agency uh, paper, and uh, uh, that is such a beautiful act break with uh, Tanya reading the reading the paper oh, yeah, of what's just going on. The, the she name. Just, she just says that Guerrero. I mean, that's a real. <sighs> you know, I 
cliffhanger. It's yeah, a cliffhanger, yeah. It's a it that's where the that's where the commercial break would come if this were a TV movie. Right. Um, it's just she finally, you know, and this is this is where that the that podcast, penny. That's the, where the, we end this episode. Yeah, yeah. Per- perfectly ending on a, on a zero <laughs> at the thing, but but that's really where the penny drops on this. That she finally puts all the pieces together. That wait, this is. This woman is like really upset, and there's a guy that was freaking out uh, a customs agent because he looked a little shady. So it, the pieces are starting to come together. Unfortunately, the plane's already left. So, yeah, unfortunately, uh, just a little bit too late. But uh, I, I end most conversations now. I was so moved by this uh, minute that I don't say goodbye to people anymore. I just say, Guerrero. <laughs> That's great. It's the international way to say it's a kind of sexy goodbye. It's just Guerrero. Guerrero. It's. I think <laughs> I think that should be the sign off for from here on. Yeah, I I, I, I will agree with you. <laughs> I would agree with you. And that's oh. your second best line. Your first best was, of course, <laughs> where Lancaster is smoking in bed on the off chance he'll set the sheets on fire. Did I say that? Yeah, oh my God, that was a classic. Oh, I I, I am in, a, in an enviable position that much of the stuff that I say that I don't remember. So, uh, what's and it's and when I write, it's the same thing. I just I I don't know where my keys are at any given moment, and I uh, generally forget what it is that I say. So that when and when I write. Frequently, I will write, and then I will read what I wrote, and I'm reading it for the first time. And I get to enjoy my life as both a, a writer and someone who enjoys reading. And a reader, yeah. Uh, I, I can be both simultaneously. So so that, that makes me quite quite happy. So I'm, I'm glad I was able to say something that, that at least one of us remembered. <laughs> so. All right. Wow. Well, this is a this has been a fascinating minute. I mean, I've, I've really enjoyed this this particular minute. Quite a quite quite a bunch of things going on. And my my favorite line out of Tanya, I think that's uh, that that bit there where she just whispers Guerrero just says so much, and it mm-hmm. it gives such an we're going to see tomorrow that it has a very active cut. So uh, very oh, very pleasant minute. Uh, I think we'll have to pick the rest of this episode and finish the week tomorrow on uh, episode. We are up to episode eighty already. This is crazy. Wow. wow. Um, listen, if, uh, if anybody hasn't I'm, seen I'm flies over, over like five months, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 So okay. it, it, we pay that much attention to this film, but, uh, Guerrero. you know, and if people haven't seen this movie, we're 80 minutes in, you really should watch the movie because it makes a whole lot more sense of everything that we're talking about. If you've actually seen the movie and you can do that, if you visit our website, uh, go to airportminute.com. On the right-hand side of the screen, you'll see a whole bunch of places to shop at Amazon and get this thing downloaded. Either you can send a Blu-ray to your house, or you can uh, watch it digitally and see it in the next five minutes and catch up with all this. Also, while you're at the airportminute.com, airportminute.com site, uh, you can read up all the previous episodes if you may have missed them. Uh, we also have ways of you to talk to us. You can go to uh, Twitter and, and tweet back on uh, uh, Airport Minute uh, on Twitter. You can also go to Facebook, look for Airport Minute or the Airport Minute Commanders Club, where everybody's getting together and talking about this right now, right as we're speaking. You can just go in there and talk to us. Um, so I've just figured this out, if I may interrupt, that sure. either you could watch the 80 minutes actually as the film, or you could spend 20 hours with us. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'd, I'd go with the movie. It's, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. I would spend 20 hours here in a moment, in a, in a heartbeat. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, we or, can. We can. Are going to be in twelve? You know, in twenty hours. That's uh, a lot of. I can't do the math this this time of day, but <laughs> it's it's definitely worth seeing the movie. But yeah, go go and go and check out the movie airportminute.com and, and order some if if you haven't seen it. It really is a great treat. I actually envy you if you've never seen this movie because it's quite a rip roaring adventure if you see it all at once rather than one minute at a time like we're doing. Um, but, I actually, I actually envy people who have not seen it because this is a movie that cannot be unseen. That's true. It does. <laughs> it's it true. does. It's it Once sticks. It. it sticks in your soul. It's it. It just you, you'll never forget. These are unforgettable characters, uh, for good or bad. So, uh, but but please check back with us tomorrow when we finish up this exciting week and we'll find out what happens next after rare home. So uh, join us here on Friday on uh, the Airport Minute. Until then, good day. Guerrero. Nice going, sweetheart. Remind me to send a thank you note to Mr. Bowling.